Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Lucas and Mo movie review. We haven't done one of this, like an independent movie review topic on its own in a while, but I'm gonna stop right here and I'm gonna let Lucas do it. Oh good. Do you do you do your little intro? Jones, nigga. <laughs> Batson is a streetwise 14-year-old who can who can magically transform into an adult superhero Shazam simply by shouting one word. His newfound powers soon get soon get, his newfound powers soon get put to the test <laughs> when he squares off against the evil Doctor uh, Thaddeus Savannah. Thaddeus Savannah. You know the whole time I watched this whole movie, did not know that that was the villain's name. Yeah, his name is Doctor Savannah, but you know Thaddeus is. is I didn't even really. Yeah, didn't. His name was too. Did you it was care? Too hard to, it, it was too hard to hear. Did you care though? You didn't care. Nah, exactly. not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I was calling him Mark Strong the whole movie. <laughs> he is played by Mark Strong. So, oh, before before you go into this, so apparently they're saying this movie, this Shazam is projected to open up at forty. That's the lowest DC uh, 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 opening, but also the budget is the the uh, the written budget, the budget that we see everywhere is ninety million. That's it. Yeah. 
That's crazy if this movie costs 90 million. Warner Brothers New Line, Seven Bucks, The Saffron Company, and DC Films. All productions and movies behind Shazam. Don't say it. Don't Shazam! Say it. But yeah, 90 million. Now, that's, that's what the, bu- uh, the budget is looking at. Is looking now, at. I'm not sure about a $40 million opening for Shazam. Okay. I think I think they're lowballing the hell out of Shazam. Mm-hmm. I think 60 will be what I would put it at. Like, I think the 40 opening is kind of reminding me when they were saying that Venom would open up at 50. Oh, yeah. And then, then, and then I'm opened up at 80. <laughs> like, like, it, <laughs> like, come on, Joe. Oh, that was crazy. That was crazy. Because in, in predicting Shazam will open up at 40, they're also predicting that Pat Cemetery will open up around 30. And oh, yeah. that number is way too high for Pat Cemetery to be. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, again, I don't know, but Shazam is a film. And I'll say this before truly getting into the movie. Shazam is a film that will make the majority of whatever it's going to make overseas. Hmm. Okay. I I believe it'll make what it's going to make overseas. And I believe it will have the legs equivalent to another movie that they said will open up extremely low. It's Aquaman. Was it Aquaman at one point, Pig? Between 40 to 45. Yeah, 45 to 60. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this is early tracking, so right. We're still a month. Early tracking, yeah. yeah early tracking is really, up. it's really weird when you say early tracking has it opening here because at this point I am I am a hundred percent sure that people who track films don't know how to <laughs> because they're tracking them based off of like the old matrix on how you track movies and. Like that matrix, it should have expired 20 years ago. Like you can no longer track the movies that way. That's why so many movies come uh, in ahead of tracking ahead of, or yeah, how do you track extremely it? below tracking. And you gotta wonder when they, the Lego movie opened up damn near 30 million dollars below what it was tracking to open. Yeah. Lego two, right? Yeah, and they act like it was a surprise. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm thinking. Like, oh, that sounds about right for Lego Movie 2. Like, I didn't see the traction that the tracking services were seeing, so I was confused about that. With Shazam, I believe 60 is a real good possibility. I would have said from the beginning between 50 to 60. Okay. As his opening, but because I'm more interested in seeing what the word of mouth is going to be, because that word of mouth make this movie climb yeah. and depending on what DC's release strategy is going to be are they going to do the exact same thing they did with um, Aquaman because they're, they're they are doing the two week early thing with um, exactly but Fandango. I mean again sometimes tracking is very weird on our show recently I brought up that I believe us even though it's a horror movie to do a hundred million, like and they have us tracking at forty to forty-five. Mm. So you have us tracking just in front of Get Out. That's mm. kind of crazy to me. And you wow. have Dumbo tracking over all of them. And right now, 
right now, no one can tell me that Dumbo has more traction than us or Shazam. Amazing. I, I, I don't hear people clamoring to see Dumbo. So again, I I believe that tracking is well off for this movie. But again, but this is the same tracking that at one point. And, and I'm going to pull it back to you all so you all can understand what I mean by tracking doesn't know what they're talking about. Tracking had Captain Marvel opening up at 180 months out. A month before that movie dropped, though, tracking had it opening up at 100 million. Right. And, and that movie it, opened it, up it, at 153 million. Yeah. Right? right. Come on. Yeah. How can you be that far off? And again, again, you know, we'll make sure not paying attention to certain trends is why they say that. Yeah, but because I think you should, given the fact not that. Not the there about Shazam. I believe it's about the movie. So, let's get into the movie, Mo. Yeah, let's get into it. So, Lou, you saw the movie a couple of days ago. Oh, wait, damn it, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I'll wait. I'm patient. <clears throat> first thing I want to ask you a question. First thing, so. The look of the movie. We've seen that the budget is ninety million dollars. How does this movie look to you? Um, that's why I'm a little shocked. Cause I've seen movies that cost a hell of a lot more than this, and not look as good as this movie does. I am confused with the ninety million dollar budget. Cause if you can make this movie for ninety million dollars, you're gonna have to explain to me how most movies cost two hundred million dollars. Hmm. Like, I was expecting to hear that brother was like 160. So that really shocked you that it's a $90 million movie. Dude. But I understand hearing it and seeing it are two different things. Okay. But I can understand it because some of the effects they use were real, like, like they had a blur effect when they showed Super Speed with them. Ah, Smallville? Kinda, sorta, mm. but it never looks cheap or cheesy. Ever, yeah. it looks awesome. Him flying is some of the best like aerial work I've seen done in these type of movies. So again, I am so wow. confused about the budget, but I guess, I guess it's possible. Yeah, it's possible because it's like they don't have a a huge amount of action scenes. Nah, that was kind of like my is an, There is an epic battle, a very epic battle that lasts a good portion of time. But I'm starting to think they use a lot of practical effects in this movie. Wow. So speaking of the action, you said there's not a lot of action scenes, but there is like a very major uh, action set piece. Um, Without spoiling anything, how big in scope is that action is that last action set piece like how how grand is it is it super big is it is it hold on is it Man of Steel-esque or is no. it just no. a regular superhero no. movie nothing action? is Man of Steel in, in one of the trailers nothing. they are fighting in the city so I want you to like they, they fight in the city uh-huh. but it's never the the grand overdone <laughs> type feel to it. It all feels so contained. Mm. Everything they do feels contained in this film, which works. Even to act like they're between Mark Strong and Zach Levi, when they're doing their big, big fight, mm-hmm. like they go through the city 
and they do it very well, very interesting, the, the places they end up and things of that nature, but it never feels like like Man of Steel, like when they were just destroying everything in their path. It never felt that way, even though it was super dope. All right. Oh, crap, crap, crap. There's one more question. I just kind of had it, but I lost it. And, okay, yeah. So, remember how uh, Wonder Woman didn't, like, have anything to do with the greater DC universe except for when Bruce Wayne gave her back the watch? Um, Aquaman mentioned Steppenwolf once, and he had the five-pronged uh, uh, um, trident from his, you know, from Justice League. What does this reference to say, okay, well, we are here in this universe, or do they just totally sidestep the whole universe? There's a battering in the movie. So, apart that from one, that, that one of the kids got, it's not a real battering as he puts it, <laughs> it's, it's a replica battering. Um, one of the kids also have a bullet from Superman that bounced off of Superman's chest. That's cute. That's probably from Superman's um, hands. They showed a. Uh, oh, it's a very, it's a very fucking funny scene in this movie that like correlates with Superman Returns, which is is one of the funniest things in this movie when they did that. You're lying. But, oh God. Yeah. I kind of want to know. It's, um, it's they used papers at times, like the newspapers, to show that there is a Superman. Mm-hmm. To it's not. They don't go out their way to tell you that it's connected, but they go out their way to let you know that it's happening. These other superheroes. Okay. Yeah, but they never go into details about what the superheroes do. Okay. Even like even at the end of the movie, which the credits for this movie, not I'm not talking about the after credit scenes, but just the roll of credits is like hand drawings of all the superheroes <laughs> fighting each other. So you have Shazam um, stealing Batman's uh, car and Shazam beating Superman in an arm wrestling contest. Him uh, marrying Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman thinks she he's so strong. Like, that type of stuff. So it's acknowledgement that there are other heroes, but not acknowledgement of anything that's happened All right. in any of the other movies, including the big cameo they have in this movie. Damn it. So two questions, and then you can go into, like, your free spell. Um... So the first, the last, the second to last one is this is one. Okay, the first one is ugh, crap. I kind of want to ask you about the cameos because I want, I want to know. I'm pretty sure everyone else <laughs> wants to know too. Can you say it, or if you say it, is a spoiler? Like it's a huge spoiler, or is it is it worth spoiling, or is it just like uh, it's a cameo? It's a hilarious cameo. You're not gonna tell us. Are and. You? I will not say it because for a lot of people, the cameo is a big deal. All right. I'll put it that way. That's for fair. a lot of people, the cameo is a big deal, and it's done so well and so funny. So I'm not going to say what the cameo is, but it's it's done really well. All right. And then the last question is, so you did describe the scroll, you know, the scrolling of the movie, you know, so this is 100% a kid's movie then in that case. This is a is a is a is a ch- very very child friendly movie. Is this it what is this genre is supposed to be? It is. You know what? As I left this movie, that's the first thing I thought. Like this is what these movies should be. And keep in mind, I 
I will say this is a kids movie, but it is not like it is not little kid movie. Uh, not a movie. I would say ten and up. Okay. Because I'm gonna say this, and this is not spoiling anything, but this lets you know just how extreme this movie is. It's a scene in this movie where someone gets their head bitten off. Venom. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, Tony Smasher. If anybody who does not know him comes from the horror movie world, and there are horror movie elements in this movie, and he does rather well with those horror movie elements in this movie. So that's why it's not little kid friendly, but like ten and up, they should be fine. All right. Well, that, those are my questions. If you have anything else you want to add, of course I do. You should go see this movie. It's pretty cool. The story, wild, silly, never takes itself overly too seriously. Wow, that was a lot. Overly, overly too seriously. I believe that's the that's the flaw and that's the down point of all these movies. Well, the last yeah. couple of DC movies. It 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 capitalizes off of the tone that Aquaman attempted to set. Right. And it takes it to a level that I don't think another movie can match. Because all the rest of them are going to want to be way too serious. Like, mm-hmm. as we see this kid become a superhero, he does things a kid who becomes a superhero would do. And that's what makes it work. Is that at no time do you take Shazam overly serious. And you don't because it's a constant reminder that this is a kid. Like, this is not a grown man who becomes this all-powerful being this is a kid becomes an all-powerful being and he like like even down to trying to pick his name besides saying shazam to get his power shazam like besides doing that like they call him captain sparkly fingers oh you know what they wanted to call him oh they call him a lot more than that too but thunder like it's so many other things when they're trying to come up with names to call him and as they're talking you're like oh like these are two even when he is Shazam and he's talking to his best friend which is another kid it still comes across as two kids talking hey real quick real quick do they ever call him Captain Marvel no I was waiting for that I was so waiting for them to call him Captain Marvel they never call him Captain Marvel in the movie that would have been dope again it works. It works very well. It's a very touching storyline about family and accepting family and letting go of family. Like, they they snuck that thing in there. But I remember saying when uh, Pony Smasher was on as director, I said his biggest talent is his ability to work with kids because he managed to do it in Lights Out and in Annabelle Creation. And those are horror movies where he worked well with kids. So just imagine how well he does with the children in this movie. That something else with the kids in this movie that me and Mo are going to talk about offline because he did not tell me about ahead of time. Oh, I'm, a little, I'm a little bit upset about that. Oh, okay. But it really, it, it it really works on a lot of levels. Mark Strong. Really? He redeemed himself. Did he redeem himself from um, Green Lantern? He, as a villain, he's not the best villain. His motives, his motives aren't, his motives, I don't know if this is the comic book, 
that this character at one point in time was brought in by the wizard to become Shazam. Really? Yes. That's how it's sold in the movie? That's how they played in the movie. And the wizard rejects him. The wizard rejects him. And he he makes it his life... um... Exactly. To get back to that place, find out why he rejected we get the monsters in it, which I don't think that's giving away anything because you are the monsters are the seven daily sins. Interesting. So I mean, that part at times seems really, really silly, but it all works because it helps you not take this movie overly seriously. Like we know it has its points in it where you're going to take it seriously because Mark Strong does some things in this movie that like. Like when he when he made his introduction on screen, not like him being the character, but like the I am the villain type introduction on screen. Man, when he does it, there is no questioning that he's a bad person because <laughs> wow. he does something you don't see coming a mile away. But when you do it, everybody in the theater was like, "Oh shit!" Like it, they the the way they played him is really well even down to the little stuff, even when we get to the big fight scene and then like we get still jokes. Jokes that work so well. And I'm going to tell this one thing and I don't know if it's spoiling anything for anybody out there. To me it's not because I'm not going to tell you how they got there. It's just this one scene and it was the funniest thing in the world. These two are racing around the city fighting each other. And as they're flying to fight each other like Shazam stopped at one point and I don't know his name, so I'm just going to call him Mark Strong. Stops at the other point, and Mark Strong goes into his monologue, and uh, Shazam's like, I can't hear you with this mouth. Dude. That's in, I think, a TV spot. Oh, my God. It's a Chinese TV spot, yeah. He was so fucking far away from him. And then the way they did it, they zoomed up on his face as Mark Strong is giving this powerful speech about what he's going to do. And then they zoomed up on... Shazam trying to listen to him. It is one of the funniest things in the world. Because I didn't never piece two and two together like they were that far apart. And why the hell are you giving a speech right now while you're that far apart from somebody? <laughs> like, it, 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 it's hilarious. It works on a lot of different levels. This is a kid's movie. I will call it 2019 version of Angels in the Outfield. And I'm not saying that like Angels in the Outfield is a great movie. No, I'm not saying it like Shazam is a bad movie. I'm saying it because a lot of the tone of Angels in the Outfield was family. Learning to accept family. Learning to accept when you become more than yourself. That's what Shazam is. Amazing. And I want to say more, but I can't because I'm not going to spoil anything. Oh, I'm, I'm going to ask all anything. these questions as soon as we get off. So I'm, I'm like waiting for you to hurry up and yeah. finish your reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but this should be fun. This is um, the 40 number. I'm going to say, depending on when these reviews drop, what happens with these reviews and the word of mouth that could drop with these reviews, that 40 should climb to 60 to 70. Wow, that's 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 amazing. This movie opens at 80 with a... Uh, with a with $100 million budget? That's crazy. Yeah, if it opens, and I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna open bigger worldwide. Too. Yeah, because that, this, that. it it has elements of a film that should be huge. Now, the question I have, and I have not discovered it yet, I don't know if this movie is gonna open in China. Mm. 
why not? Because they're showing Which, Chinese TV spots, so I think it will. Oh, that's weird because, because remember, we didn't get we didn't get Suicide Squad in China because of the witch. Because that um that um um um, um that uh, TV yeah, spot I that those I were ju- just ju- described. Or I that? thought those were Japanese TV spots. Oh, and those aren't the same thing. I know. I don't know how they go with wizards and witches. I know that you can't show witches, and that's why Suicide Squad didn't show that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it is the Chinese. It is a Chinese trailer, bro. The one where he talks about Aquaman. Do we have a Chinese release date? It's opening day date. Oh. 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 Wait a No, it's China sector. No okay. And and um. On that note, thank I'm, you. I'm com- <laughs> I'm asking a question because everyone at this point knows why Suicide Squad was banned in China. And China is really strict on mythical powers and things of that nature. And clearly, Shazam is a warlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wizard, right? Yeah, and Shazam is so much of a wizard that he was able to be in Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel. He was also in Aquaman. As a fish. Ooh. Oh come on, man! Lou, you cannot forget the he was the fish with the king. Pork. <laughs> Damn it! He was the fish king. This nigga is childish. He got stabbed with a fork. <laughs> Damn it! I forgot. I forgot he was a fish king. And I forgot that you find it so funny that the fish was stabbed with a fork. Oh, if, uh, he should have been if he got electrocuted and you saw smoke coming from him, yo, that would have killed me. I would have died. He got stabbed but by a fork. Let's, let's get away from Mo's childish missions. <laughs> we review Shazam. Shazam is a pretty good movie. It's definitely a change of pace. With a fork. This, this is actually, and I want to say this because this is highly important to me too. Shazam is the is the most successful DC film because it's the first time we have completely separated from Zack Snyder. Yes. None of the rest of those movies are separated from Zack. Yes, because you still have Wonder Woman and yep. Casbah. Down to the point that this is a new new line cinema film. Right. They did not. They're not even releasing it directly under Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the movie theater and you see new line cinema pop up, you're like, "That's weird." Like, they don't. They never say Warner Brothers, even though, if you know, you know that you know Warner Brothers owns new line cinema. But it's again. They, I think they went out their way, just like they said at the beginning, they would to separate Shazam. But they still do a good job of letting you know these other heroes exist. Especially do a very funny, funny cameo. On that note, thank you very much for your review. I want to hear about you it. Like, you I, didn't, you didn't mean to ask me my grade for me. Oh, damn it! What's your grade for the movie Shazam? Give it Shazam. Uh, B plus. Huh? Is that your highest comic book rating? Is it? Because no, we didn't do Wonder Woman together, so we did do Wonder Woman. I would oh. this on uh, for Lucas and Mo. This is your highest. And I gave Infinity Wars a C. 
This is your this is your highest comic book uh, rating on the show. I gave well, I gave Aquaman a B. Then this is a B plus. I may I may have gave Aquaman a B plus. No, I don't I don't think you did. Maybe a B. I mean, they both fall in the same boat to me. They're really fun. This one's better than Aquaman, but they're both just really really fun movies. Ooh, question then. In terms of story, Aquaman was supposed to be fun, but you know it had it was choppy. In terms of story, this is a better told story. Yeah. Oh, this is this is this is streamlined. There is like they don't even attempt to give you an overly complicated story out of this one. Okay. Billy Batson is the foster kid. He needs to accept that he's a foster kid. He gets powers. That's the movie. Like they they made it very straightforward there because there's no when you have kid actors and a lot of kid actors I'm assuming you cannot make things overly complicated. All right. Or like he did a dance called Lightning with my hands. Wow. Off of the Eye of the Tiger beat. Lightning, lightning with my hands. Lightning with my hands. All right. Lightning with my hands. <laughs> Literally in the movie he was doing that. It is again. They they knew how to play this up. That this is a girl. This he looks like a huge superhero, but this is still a fifteen year old having fun being a hero. All right then. There you go. Go see Shazam. See the next weekend for the uh, early uh, early Yeah.